Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Lynn S. and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from Toronto, Canada. Today is Tuesday, October 31st, and we are reading from the big book, page XI, the preface. This is the fourth edition through two paragraphs ending with our society's great medical benefactor and commenting on both paragraphs. Today's readers are 12 Steps, June S., 12 Traditions, Stacey T., and readers of the text, Lisa H., Nessa R., and Elizabeth H. The reference numbers for Monday, oh my goodness, sorry, I beg your pardon, for Monday, October 31st, are 7 a.m., one zero. 604 and 10 a.m. 10605. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, Each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask June S. to read the 12 steps. Yes, good morning. Uh, This is June S. The 12 steps. Number one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible except when to do so would injure them or others. 10. Continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we try to carry this message to compulsive overeaters 
and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you very much. Sorry for the early, earlier delay, and have a beautiful day. Thank you. Thank you, June S. And Stacy T. will read the 12 traditions. Good morning, Stacy T., grateful, recovering, compulsive eater in Cleveland. Lynn, thanks for your service. The 12 traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are trusted servants they do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous, except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. And I pass. Thank you, Stacy T. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Today we resume our study of the big book on page XI, the preface. This is the fourth edition through two paragraphs ending with our society's great medical benefactor and commenting on both paragraphs. And Lisa H., would you start reading for us, please? Thank you, Lynn. Good morning. This is Lisa H., Grateful Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Tennessee. Preface. This is the fourth edition of the book, Alcoholics Anonymous. The first edition appeared in April 1939, and in the following 16 years, more than 300,000 copies went into circulation. The second edition, published in 1955, 
reached a total of more than 1,150,500 copies. The third edition, which came off the press in 1976, achieved a circulation of approximately 19,550,000 in all formats. Because this book has become the basic text for our society and has helped such large numbers of alcoholic men and women to recovery, there exists strong sentiment against any radical changes being made in it. Therefore, the first portion of this volume describing the AA recovery program has been left largely untouched in the course of revisions made for the second, third, and fourth editions. The section called The Doctor's Opinion has been kept intact just as it was originally written in 1939 by the late Dr. William D. Silkworth, our society's great medical benefactor. Good morning again. This is Lisa H. Um, and reading just this preface, um, thinking about in 1976, um, which was a long time ago, that there were over 19 million copies of the third edition. And here I'm holding this fourth edition. Um, some of the, somebody may have those numbers, but I can only imagine the millions of copies um, circulating this fourth edition in, in how many languages and how many com- uh, uh, countries. Um, you can get it, you know, online. You can get it in, on your Kindle. Um, it's amazing to me. And, and I know at least I have four or five copies in my home alone. It, and the, the line, too, that we talk about often is that it has become the basic text which means for me that I want to learn and contemplate and inwardly digest the content of this book. The text contains everything I need to recover if I follow the directions that are, that are laid out here. Um, I love that the doctor's opinion has been left on intact because it so succinctly reveals the twofold nature of my disease. And I'm really excited and look forward to studying this uh, text with all of you. Uh, Blessings, my friend, and I pass. Thank you, Lisa H. We will now open up the floor for sharing. And I just ask that you please say your name once. It helps me hear everybody. Who would like to share on what was just read? Matt Larry K. There was somebody S that I missed. Tina S. Thank you. Matt M. I got you, Matt. Thank you. Anybody else? Okay, let's go with those three, please. I have Larry K., Matt M., and Tina S. Would you start for us, please, Larry? Thanks. Sure, sure. Be happy to do that. Um, good morning. This is Larry Kay. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Chicago. You know, the, the, to be in the program for me means one thing, and only one thing, really. It means to be engaged in in working the steps as instructed in our text. Uh, Lisa read about our text. It's what got me well was the text that was laid out in the in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous and you know, treatment for, for, for alcoholic addiction, you know, I think in the 1940s, you know, I've studied a little bit, and it consisted of about three to five-day withdrawal process where these, out, these, these, uh, these gutter drunks were, were drying out, maybe at a hospital, uh, 
a jitter joint, they called it, um, and they were safely detoxed. And the, the thing about it was is when they went through that withdrawal, they were very uncomfortable. And, um, but these, these facilities, many of them were receptive and worked with recovered members of Alcoholics Anonymous. And after the, they would detox, they would dry out, they had some clarity of mind. These, they would uh, attend an uh, Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. They're a dry drunk. You coming in, you put the food down 100%, you're dry, you go to a, a beginner's meeting. And that the, the, uh, the, these alcoholic minds, like us, would, take the, tw- would learn about the 12-step program, and they would follow the 12 steps, and they would get involved, and, uh, and, they, and they would receive treatment for an untreated condition through the 12 steps. It was the same in the 1940s. It's the same today. And if there's anything special and attractive about this particular group, it's that we're following the basic text. This textbook got me well. I love literature. I read lots of literature. I read it widely. Maybe you do as well. Um, I like OA literature. It's absolutely, I can identify in when they're talking about their food experiences. They seem to to, uh, connect up with mine. But the thing about it is it's the 12 steps that got me well. And it worked, and the recovery rates were, were 50 to 75%. In fact, in Cleveland in the 1940s and early 50s, they said some 75 to 90%. And these statistics have gone in the crapper. Now, not here on this line, but they've gone in the crapper because people are getting away from the basic text. And it's the basic text that will get you well, following it, taking the actions. That's what got me well. And if it could work for a, a joker like me, I can assure you it, it's, it's more than enough to work for you. So grateful for this program. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks. Thank you, Larry K. And Matt M., it's your turn, followed by Tina S. Thank you. Here I am. My name is Matt M., compulsive overeater from New Jersey. And it's amazing how the circulation rates have just tripled, like quadrupled from the first edition to the second edition. And like someone said, it's ama- I can just imagine what the numbers would be now for the fourth edition, the untold millions that have been published and have been, and, and have been circulated. And this, is, this book really is the basic text for our society. And then, as someone just said, the recovery rates were so high back in the day, but now the message just kind of got a little garbled, a little bit, of, little bit soft, and people are not recovering at those rates as much as they were because we've lost the message somewhere along the way. And uh, uh, it's grateful that um, the book is left largely untouched with all four editions because that's where the recovery is. That's the program. And if you change, why change it? If it's not broke, why fix it? So I'm really grateful no one's decided to change anything in it, you know, and uh, the doctor's opinion has been kept intact because that's the, the keystone chapter. If that chapter wasn't in the big book, the big book would be undecipherable. You wouldn't be able to understand anything with it. It helps us to understand that we have a mental twist and a physical allergy after we after we have the mental twist. Um, Dr. Silkwood has been the reason why a lot of us have recovered. He was the one who put all that information in the doctor's opinion, and I'm really grateful he did. Because I just I just went over the doctor's opinion again with my sponsor, and I got a lot out of it this time. I feel like I'm seeing it with new eyes. It really is a textbook, the big book, and I'm treating it like such. I'm very grateful this book was written. With that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Madam. Tina S., it's your turn. Thanks, Lynn, for your service. Tina S., recovered compulsive eater, anorexic in Florida. 
uh, grateful to be on the line. And, you know, I, I'm so grateful to read, you know, from the beginning of the, of the book, you know, because when I first came into recovery, I wanted to start at page one, and then I wanted to skip because I really could, didn't relate to anything about Bill's story. And But what I know today is that the statistics and the, the numbers are phenomenal. You know, I um, I love that it talks about that not uh, a lot of things weren't were not changed, you know, no radical changes. But, you know, in 1970, I graduated from high school in 1976, you know, and uh, there were 19,550,000 copies, you know, in all formats. And so, you know, I'm so grateful that this was waiting for me, you know, when I was ready to surrender, that there was a place to go. And, and then it talks, and everybody shares it, you know, it's the basic text for our society. And what's a text? It's the written word to learn and to study. And that's what I do today, you know. I, and I continue to do that. And I continue to learn something new. And and be, in the bottom line, because I'm selfish, because this is the only thing that has worked for me over the years and continues to work for me one day at a time. So I continue to do the deal, you know. And and the, without the doctor's opinion, because I also wanted to skip the doctor's opinion, you know, because yeah, you know, an allergy that was a lame excuse until that I just really had to get down to the facts that I had an allergy of the body and obsession of the mind that if it did not if I did not refrain from certain foods and did not have a spiritual waking and a psychic change that I would continue to do the same thing and um, some great stuff here and looking forward to the rest of it with that I'll pass thanks so much thank you Tina S who else would like to share on what we read this morning Lisa B Reva P Sarah S LMG. Vasa O. Okay. Let me tell you who I heard in case I missed somebody. I have Lisa B, Reva P, Sarah S, Harlan G, Vasa O, and there was somebody M. Debbie M. Great. Okay. Lisa B., would you like to start off for us, please, followed by Reva P. Good morning. This is Lisa B., a recovered compulsive overeater in Greenville, South Carolina. And thank you, Lynn S., for your service. I'm really grateful to be here. Um, You know, once again, this reading starts off for me like it just almost seems dry. But um, then as I'm listening to the shares and I'm praying, you know, God, inspire me, help me to really let these words come alive for me. And, you know, I am recovered today and I am experiencing life and freedom. So certainly these words mean so much to me. And um, so what jumped out for me is the strong sentiment, which is feeling or emotion against any radical change. And this is our text. This has saved their life. This is the answer, this chip of a book launched, oh my goodness, you know, the end of a horrible existence for what had been for alcoholics. So, of course, that that is stated there, and I feel that way too. But, you know, I've had this basic text in my house for many years. It's been a doorstop. It's been a paperweight. I don't, it just never really came alive to me um, until I really met someone in whom the problem had been solved. And for me, um, what worked for me is meeting someone that shared the same malady. I've gone to other 12-step programs for many years, but, you know, this is my true drug of no choice. It's, it's really been my love, my everything for me. So when I met another compulsive overeater that's recovered, that was the key. And when we began reading 
the doctor's opinion, which again, I thought, the doctor's opinion, oh, this is going to be so boring. But, you know, the doctor's opinion is really what began the process for me. And there's a, a fellow on our line that shares often that the stronger I get the doctor's opinion, the stronger my recovery will be. And I really understand that. So he's the benefactor, which means he gave his help for this cause. What was his help? Well, this is what his help was. He explained what the problem was. He used the word succumb, which was a very important word for me to look up what that means. You know, that after they have succumbed to the desire again, that was really important for me to understand that word. Also, he talks about why I ate, why I drank. He talks about the psychic change that is needed. He also shares with all of us his own inadequacy of needing something more than human power. So this, this reading, in a clear mind, I needed to be entirely abstinent. That's the other thing. I couldn't absorb this when I was under the influence of any of my substances. You know, and of course, reading this with my recovered guide, I did get even more clear of what my substances were so I could get even more entirely abstinent having finished this. But I have to share, now I too, you know, am, am just this crazy uh, fanatical big book thumper and it's no longer a paperweight in a doorstop. Um, so I don't know, you know why it happened the way it did, timing, but I guess desperation and pain and meeting a recovered fellow that was armed with the facts about themselves. So with that, I pass. Thank you, Lisa B. Reva P., it's your turn, followed by Sarah F. Good morning. It's Reva P., grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater in Toronto. Uh, what strikes me the most this morning is about um, the word that they use, that it's basic. It's a basic text. And for me, that means... Basic um, is like beginners can do it. It's not difficult. It's doable. It's simple. This is, there's not like a basic text and then an advanced copy. And if you've been in the 12-step program for 10 years, you get to go on to level 7. Um, like this is, this is it. And it has not been changed. So the longer I'm around... Um, I don't do anything different. I do the same exact instructions. And the miraculous part of this program is that I get to go deeper and deeper um, in the spiritual development doing the same exact thing. Um, and that's why it's so brilliant that they haven't changed it especially the doctor's opinion. You know, there's been so much research. They could have crowded the doctor's opinion with new evidence about what goes on in the brain and what they found, you know, with biochemicals and neurotransmitters. They could have really made it very, um, very much more complicated, and they didn't because this is the brilliance of how program works. It's simple, not easy, just do what it says, and we can get the same results as the founders by doing the same exact things. Um, and um, I just find this so motivating because I can tend to complicate anything, um, anything, especially um, my step work. Um, and also there's no psychology, there's, no, um, there's none of that stuff. It's just do these simple things and we can all get well. The only thing that changes is the stories, you know, different people's experiences, but we're all doing the same thing. And with that, I pass. 
Thank you, Reva P. Sarah F., it's your turn, followed by Harlan G. Press star one to unmute, Sarah. Harlan, could you step up now, maybe, and we'll call Sarah again later? Lynn, I have no problem with that. Thank you very much. And thank thank you. you for your service this morning, and thank you to Team Tuesday for making this magnificent meeting possible that I'm so glad to be on. I'm Harlan G. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Scottsdale, Arizona. Let's take a look at something that is easy to miss because in 2017, we have a very different program of recovery than what they had in 1937 and 38. The book was written, it came out in 39, April of 39. But let's take a look at what happened between 1935 and 1939. We had a series of shifts in how to recover because the word was getting changed. The word was getting garbled, and all they had was word of mouth. And this guy would come to a meeting, and he'd be sober for three months, so everybody would follow him. And then another guy would come in, and he'd be sober for four months. And the other guy that was sober for three months, he went out and got drunk. So everybody would follow him. And then another person would come in, and, 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 and it was just unwieldy. It was just crazy. Now you have a codified method of recovery that is proven 100% successful. And so when we see this word text and we see, excuse me, the description here that the society has helped large numbers of alcoholic men and women to recovery there exists strong sentiment against any radical changes being made in it. Now, there were some changes that they made. In the second printing of the first edition, in step 12, they changed it from spiritual experience to spiritual awakening and added Appendix 2, which we're going to be talking about tomorrow. So I'll save comment on that until tomorrow if I get on. But the bottom line is what we have is a codified, written textbook that we can all go to and we can get recovery by following the instructions. No longer do we have to rely on word of mouth. No longer do we have to rely on this direction, that direction. We have it, it's here, and it works. And it has restored more alcoholics, drug addicts, sex addicts, food addicts, gamblers to, re, to back to society than all other methods combined. I'm saving a lot of things about Dr. Silkworth until we get to his opinion, but the bottom line is I don't want to discount the fact that it says here that the doctor's opinion has been kept intact and that Dr. Silkworth is our society's great medical benefactor, but I'll save stuff on that until we get to his opinion. And with that, I will pass. Thank you. Thank you, Harlan G. Vasa O, 
It's your turn, and we'll try Sarah F. again following Vasa O. Please go ahead, Vasa. Yes, thank you, Lynn, for your service. And I'm Vasa, grateful, grateful, recover, compulsive Ovidia, calling from Foxborough, Massachusetts. And I was shocked when I was led to my first OA meeting to find out about the disease, about compulsive overeating, about the mental obsession. I started with this book, and I remember they used to give books away in those days, free book, you know, newcomers. Or if somebody had an extra one, they gave it to, we give it to other people. But anyways, this book was given to me by my sponsor, I think, you know, I can't remember, 31 years ago. And uh, I... I read it right from the beginning to the end. I was dying to find out what the solution was. And my English was really bad, you know, then. It has improved over the years, but it's not perfect yet, you know. It'll never be perfect. And uh, I remember looking up words. What does this mean? And there's a lot of old words here that are written, you know. I mean, it would be hard for anybody to understand them. And then I started looking up words, and I, I guess I had the gift of desperation. And, you know, I had lost hope about, you know, um, putting the food ever down, especially my, my allergic foods, the alcoholic foods. I couldn't even imagine my, my life ever not having them in my life, you know. And I'm just so grateful that I was led into over. And I, it's not just a big book. I'm open, you know. I, you know, I, I read anything, you know. In OA, the other literatures that we had, the daily medication, the 24-hour, the food for anything, anything. I was starved. I just wanted to more and more about it. But this is the, this is my favorite, you know. The big book. It to me, it's like the Bible. I go back and forth, and I'm so grateful we're going right back into the beginning and uh, and finding out about the, the solution, you know. All the directions are here, and uh, just follow them. And um, I know for me, I guess I had the gift of desperation. I was ready and willing, and I was ready and willing to put the food down. when I, Once I found out, uh, it, was, uh, uh, it was an allergy, you know. And it's set up with the craving obsession. And um, it's this is it. There's no, I mean, I, if I got it, anybody can get it. You know, it's just amazing, you know. If we just stay here and follow the directions and if we fall down, even with abstinence, a lot of people don't get it right away. And if they keep coming, they get it. And if they have, if they're desperate enough, and some people are not willing, I see them for years and years, you know, for years, Fine, and they're not willing. They don't want to. They don't want to give it up. But they keep coming. But I just hope and pray that they will get it eventually. And I've seen people that dropped of the program. My best Fine, friend, please. he died. Thank you very much for letting me share. Not pass. Thank you, Vasa. Oh, Sarah F. It's your turn, followed by Debbie M. Hi, good morning. Uh, this is Sarah F. from New Jersey. Can I be heard? Yes, thank you. Okay, hi. Um, this is my first time sharing online, and I just felt the need to do that this morning. You know, I absolutely love this book. 
And um, I've had the opportunity to work on a district level at our grandfather fellowship. And um, there was a, uh, a suggestion on the table to um, um, make the, even though it's been changed into many different languages, but to take the words and make it into a more plain language. You know, not change the regular big book, but have an edition available to have it just plain language. You know, they're feeling that there's, um, you know, people in outlining areas that um, have issues with literacy and things like that. And um, it got voted down no um, because, you know, nobody felt that these words should be watered down. Um, it's such a, um, you know, just an amazing miracle, miracle book. Um, and, you know, what I've done um, as I was told in the beginning, is if I didn't get something, I, I looked it up. I, um, you know, got out the dictionary, and in fact, my sponsors at the time, you know, made me do that <laughs> to different words. Um, and uh, so it really has been um amazing uh, road to recovery here. And uh, I am, uh, I have gotten so much out of this group and uh, am really, Grateful to be here and uh, and and happy for this study. And that'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah F. And Debbie M. It's your turn. Hi, this is Debbie M. A recovered compulsive overeater in Indiana. And um, thank thank everyone on the line for their service today and for the wonderful share so far. Um, I just wanted to pick up in a part where it says, um, because this book has become the basic text for our society and has helped such large numbers of alcoholic men and women to recovery, that word recovery um, is what I am today. But 19 days ago, I was in relapse. And I had been in relapse for one year and three months. And I was not in relapse because I ate a cupcake. I was in relapse because I did what it says on page 85, which says, it is easy to let us on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. We are headed for trouble if we do, for alcohol is a subtle soul. We are not cured of alcoholism. So... I was feeling better. I was doing so many things. I was getting ready for my daughter's wedding. And because my day was so filled with all this busy stuff and I was feeling so great, I didn't have to pause in the morning and do, you know, my daily prayer and meditation. I could just grab and go and do that whenever. Um, I didn't have to do a nightly review. And I certainly didn't have to do step 10. Hi there, Sarah F. I'm sorry, we can't. Oh, there you are. There you are. Sorry, that's Debbie M, right? 
Tori, I think we've lost you. I thought that might have been my end. We're having trouble, but uh, I think we lost Debbie in there. For those of us just coming on the line, we're reading the preface, page XI, starting with this is the fourth edition of the book, and ending with by the late W.D. Silkworth, our society's great medical benefactor. If you could just say your name once, please, that helps me get everybody down. And who would like to share? Hi, this Welcome. is Jamie A. Jamie H. Monica T. Okay, let me tell you who I heard, or I think I heard. I think I heard Russ M. And then there were two people. Then I got Jamie H. and Monica T. Who did I miss, please? Anita J. Anita J. Mike W. Okay, I'm going to stop there for a second. I've got Russ M., Anita J., Jamie H., Monica T., Mike W., and I missed somebody. No? Okay, let's go with that lineup and we'll see how we do time-wise. Russ M., it's your turn, followed by Anita J. Then can I be heard? Yes, thank you. Uh, good morning, everybody. It's Russ M. Recover compulsive overeater outside of Philly. Whew. So, uh, you know, listening to this uh, preface here, and uh, I just get overwhelmed. I just get overwhelmed. I know it's not the kind of dry, but I just think of my life before OA and before this the big book. Somebody talked about uh, lost lost all hope. And, you know, I was at a point in my life where, you know, I didn't know which way to turn just in life in general, not not, not not just with food. And I was looking for a way out, but I knew it was more than food. When I got to my first meeting, I, I knew I was going to be okay. And I, I knew I would, I would have abstinence. But until I was exposed to this big book, and and the 12 steps, I'm working the steps. I didn't have recovery until that happened. So I'm so grateful. I'm just so grateful. I have a debt of gratitude to Dr. Silkworth. You know, that doctor's opinion, will, when, when we get into it, it's like that's the first time I realized I had an actual disease. I mean, I could play the victim real good. I'm pretty good at that. I'm I'm, you know, I'm a good poor me guy. And I didn't want to look at it as a, as a disease. I just didn't want it want to do that because I had done this my whole life. Having said it, said that, that's what it is. This is what it is. And I had to actually accept that, put my pride down, and accept it, and it's bringing me to freedom. So, um, with the, at, at the risk of sounding redundant, look, this is an incredible book, and it's changed so many lives. And we hear it every, almost every day on the line. If it happened for me, it can happen for you. And it's true. All we have to do is just work these steps, do what the book says, and we can gain freedom. I know it's not easy. It's not easy work. Um, but, uh, you know, it's def- definitely a blessing. And that, thank you all for being on, on, on the line and giving me strength and, and hope and uh, the ability to move forward every day. I appreciate you all. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you, Russ M. 
Anita J, it's your turn, followed by Jamie H. Thank you very much. Um, this is Anita J, recovered out in um, Boston area. Um, these, the, the preface, the title page, the preface, all the, all the, um, all that comes after these four words, it did something for me that um, skipping over never did, which was a real appreciation for our forefathers. It's, it's like reading the Old Testament to find out about the new. I mean, this, this is the beginning. And, you know, until this happened, because I used to read the big book years ago, but and, until I began reading these over and over, I just thought um, I was a friend of Lois and Roseanne, but now I know I'm a friend of Bill. You don't have to put in some whiskey in you to be a friend of Bill. I'm a friend of Bill, a grateful friend of Bill and his buddies. And um, this, and when we look at all the different copies and we're gonna think about all the different languages that those copies are now in, um, I plan to go with someone uh, day after Thanksgiving up to West Dorset, Vermont, uh, to Wilson House, and I was told, you better get there early because from three on, a group of Russian alcoholics come over every Thanksgiving uh, and hold a retreat. I mean, what a testament. What a testament. Uh, I'm so grateful to be part of it and that really this vision for you is what really focused me on it. And, and it has helped so much strengthen my program. With that, I pass. Thank you, Anita J. Jamie H., it's your turn, followed by Monica T. This is Jamie H., can I be heard? Yes, thank you. Two words, recovered fellowship. That's what I heard, two words, recovered fellowship. I've been in OA for two years. I've been abstinent for an hour and a half, a year and a half. I've been on vision for six months. And about three weeks ago was the first time I ever said, I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Um, I was asked to speak at the funeral of my Ebby Thatcher. And uh, when I got up and introduced myself, I said, hi, my name is Jamie H. and I am an addict. And this was a thousand miles from my OA group. And there was a room full of family and coworkers and fellowship. I'm amazed, I am amazed that we can be worlds apart physically and mentally and spiritually be on the same plane. I recently went through the worst thing that I've ever gone through in my life, and it was the um, it was a silent group of fellows who have never, ever heard speak on the line who reached out to me and carried the message 
continually, continually, continually. Today I dropped my um, nine-year-old off at school who absolutely loves to hear the meetings. Um, and he said, and he gets out, and I love you, Mom. And the guy who stands in the driveway had a bucket of Halloween paraphernalia, and he reached in there and handed me a chocolate turtle. And I thought, wow, isn't it a fabulous place to be neutral? With that, I pass. Thank you, Jamie H. Monica T., it's your turn, followed by Mike W. Thank you, Lynn. Good morning, everyone. My name is Monica T., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater in Florida. So here we are at the preface, and preface means a preliminary statement. And I love how the big book here, right off the bat, they're telling us about recovery, recovered. You know, on the title page that was read yesterday, the story of how many thousands of men and women have recovered from alcoholism. They're not shy about this. We can recover. What hope they're giving us. Because this book has become the basic text for our society and has helped such numbers of alcoholic men and women to recovery. Now, I was told this textbook, it's a textbook, Monica. It's not a novel. It's to be studied. It's not a novel, because that's the way I used it, especially the stories in the back. All right. Um, to recovery, there exists sentiment against any radical changes being made against it. Therefore, the first portion of this volume describing the AA recovery program. So they're telling us in their preliminary statement here that we can recover, what hope, and that they have a program for us. They are going to tell us exactly. So what is this recovery? What does that look like? And that looks like page 84. Our 10th step promises are some of them here. We have ceased fighting anything or anyone, even alcohol. Wow. For a hopeless, real compulsive reader like me, that sure gave me some hope. The sanity will return. I was crazy and alone when it came to food. 24-7. We will seldom be interested in liquor. We will, If we're tempted, we will recoil from it. And this has happened automatically. Automatically how? Why? Because I worked through the 12 steps. Our attitude is going to change. Yeah. We are no longer fighting it. Neither are we avoiding temptation. You know, if you're here today for the first time and you're in the hopeless pit, doesn't this sound wonderful? And it's yours if you do the work. We feel as though we've been placed in a position of neutrality, safe, and protected. We have not even sworn off. You know, I woke up every morning swearing I was going to be a good girl today, swearing I was going to follow my plan today, swearing I wasn't going to binge today, and every day I did what I didn't, I couldn't do on my own. And what's the difference? It's working this recovery program. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Monica T. Mike W., it's your turn. Press star one, Mike. Okay, maybe I missed. Oh, there you are. Hi, go ahead, please. Hi, can you hear me? You can hear me now, yes? Yes, thank you. 
Okay, sorry about the delay. My name's Mike. I'm a compulsive eater, um, recover compulsive eater. And um, the thing I, I really, I, you know, I've been in recovery programs a long time. I've been in OA for about five years now. But I don't, I, I don't think I ever, like, with a group, read the very beginning of the big book before. And what's really kind of remarkable about it, it starts right off with solution that, you know, this is something that's helped a lot of people, and this is what we've done, and this is something. Well, Mike, we've lost you. Press star one, Mike. Okay, it seems we've lost Mike right now. We have time for a couple more shares, maybe two or three. Who would like to share? This is Zakia. Can I share? Sorry, what was your name? Zakia. Zakia, the initial of your last name? J. Okay, Zakia J. Who else would like to share? Could you please tell me what, what we're reading, what we're on? Toby K. We're reading, we're reading the preface on page XI, the first two paragraphs. Oh, well. Toby Sorry, K. who is that? Who, Toby K. Okay. I have Sakia J, Toby K. Anyone else? Ruth H. Ruth H. Okay, let's try those and we'll see if Mike W shows back. Sakia J. Yeah, yeah. Would you like? Would you like? To, oh, is that you, Mike? Nope. Sakia J. Would you like to start for us, please? Yes. Go ahead. I'm going to be very short, so there should be Hello. one for the end. How, oh my God. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead, please. Yes, thank you. I like the part. I love how you'll stay right within the, the reading that you're talking about because it, it helps to keep it simple. I love that. It says, has helped. It says, has helped. Oh, my God. When I read that this morning with you guys, has helped. Just like someone pointed out yesterday on the title page, the word how, how, how to. You know, it's going to tell us how to. And this says, has helped such large numbers of alcoholic men and women to recover. I love that. Has it, so this plan can help me to recover. That's awesome. And the other little part was, um, it says, the first portion of this volume describing the AA recovery program. Again, it's reiterating um, it's going to describe to us the AA recovery program, as I hear on the bridge so many times. And I love what Larry said in his share. He said treatment, that they received treatment for an untreatable condition. Oh, my God, you know, where other people have given up on us, even the medical society, that this recovery can treat an untreatable condition. Thank you so much for allowing me to share, and I pass. Thank you, Sakia J. Mike W., are you back on now? Hi, this is Toby K. Yeah, hang on a second, Toby. No, we don't hear Mike. Okay, Toby, Hello, would you, you like hear to go? Me? Mike, are you there? Yes, I believe I am, yes. Okay, let's try again. Okay, please go ahead. So, sorry about that. Yeah, as I'll just make it brief. My name's Mike, recovered compulsive overeater. Um, I just like the fact that this text starts off really with the solution. It starts off with the numbers that have done, that have that have been helped through this, 
and it starts off with you know that this is that we have a formula that works. I've rarely read this part of the big book. I've never read it in a group before. And honestly, you know, coming from two programs that have been in AA a long, a very long time, and started OA more recently, I tend my mind kind of finds excuses to compare the two programs, or at least it has lately. And um, it's sort of saying to me that it's really, in a sense, the same program, but just can be tweaked so that you use it for a different symptom of the same thing. And if I can remember that, the whole thing becomes simpler. I don't have to sort of play games around what's what and then find re- then let myself find reasons for not liking one over the other. You know, it's just a way for me separating from the group and separating from what God wants me to do, which is in any fellowship or just in life in general, in any situation, get the addictions out of me so I can be clear to be a useful person. With that, I pass. Thank you, Mike W. Toby K., it's your turn. Hi, this is Toby Kay, Long Island, New York. Um, I attended a meeting in um, Israel, and the meeting was in Hebrew, which I didn't understand very well. But the same words that I kept hearing over and over again in America kept popping up in English, that we're still all together in the same program, no matter where we are in the world, we use the same words and the same book. And that was amazing to me, and uh, with that, I pass. Thank you, Toby Gay. And Ruth H., you will be the last person to share this morning. Please go ahead. Thank you so much, moderator. Thank you all for your service. This is Ruth Ruth H., so gratefully recovered in Connecticut. Um, A few things really spoke to me, as others have commented, the word text. I know when I came in um, to a vision and people spoke of the big book as a textbook, and, uh, and I certainly have always known I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but I never really understood the meaning of that. Um, and, and maybe, too, it was because I was never really a very good student. I think my parents are looking down from heaven and, and um, admiring that I finally found a textbook that I want to study, that I'm so eager to study each morning with you. And it may be because, as it says, that it's a basic text that um, really the only prerequisite was, um, um, well, really there's no prerequisite. It's, it's so attractive to me and all-consuming to me because I have the allergy of the body and the obsession of the mind. Um, but obviously it's a, it's a text for anyone. I'm curious when they, when they used the, um, went on to say it was for our society, if they meant our society as as addicts or as alcoholics um, or just as society in general because it seems um, to me that working these 12 steps is truly the way to live life regardless of um, if you have a uh, disease and to what level you have of our disease. And then the last thing I wanted to comment is just about the untouched nature of the book, um, which speaks to us after all of these years. I have to I had to chuckle to think um, what my kids would call that, write the book and then drop the mic, because it is um, it, it needs no revisions. Um, it is it is uh, it, it covers it all, and it truly is um, the program, the only program that I have found that has offered me a solution that really works. And uh, I will keep working it each day with you, one day at a time. Thank you so much for letting me share. And thank you, Ruth H. And thank you to everyone who shared this morning, and thank you to Team Tuesday, June S., Stacy T., Lisa H., Nessa R., 
Elizabeth H., and Russ M. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. And the share idea for today, Tuesday, October 31st, is 10607. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Nessa R., can you please read a vision for you? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Yes, um, thank you. Good morning, vision for you. Nessa R., oh, I'm sorry, my dog's going. Um, uh, I am a recovered compulsive overeater in Toronto, Canada. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we only know a little. We know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is a great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. and freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you. Until then, 